talking about this word today. <laughs> so it's practical. We have to do stuff. We have to obey when there's seemingly no benefit. Because you know what? Obedience to God is His love language. We all have a love language. Touch and gifts and time and words of affirmation. Whatever it is, God says, if you love, you will obey. You know why? Because that obedience is a blessing. I said so. He has not a blessing for you. I've got this picture in my, in my um, counseling room, I should have had it here, of this little girl holding this, this teddy. God wants to take a teddy and she's clinging to this little teddy bear. And behind his back, he's got this huge teddy bear waiting. But we need to trust to give up, to obey. And then trust his heart because he's got something so much better, so much greater for us on the other side. And so what I'm doing is I have to get out of the ditch of fear and out of the ditch that says, just carry on. Just bear with it. Anything you want is just carry on. Because, beloved, you know what? There's this guy, his name is Jim Baker. And he was a very well-known um, uh, preacher in America. And Jim Baker was caught not only in adultery, but in fraud. He, he had such a bad record of fraud that he was caught and put into jail for five years. Sentenced to, I'm talking mega, mega church pastor. Huge. On television ministry, the biggest television ministry, and there was fraud, and he went to jail for five years. So now we think, yeah, get no more sin punishment. Nay, sin punishment, because that's our mindset. But now there we understand today that Jim Baker got born again because he was in jail. He says that sentence in jail was God's goodness to him. It was a blessing to him because he was on his way to hell. He was on his way, losing his faith, losing everything because the overgracing crept in. It's okay. Nobody knows. You get away with it. We get away with a lot of stuff. But it is poisoning you. It is poisoning you. And today I'm here to say, look in the mirror of God's word. Deal with that thing, so that the freedom can come, so that the blessing can come, so that we can experience our loving Father that we run to because I don't want you sitting here feeling condemned. I hate it when there's a message preached and I go home, I'm a word and I even say it. That's not the case. It's not the case. The case is, is there an area in my life my father is waiting with loving arms to come and show me what is this stain that is preventing our relationship from the fullness so that I have got that absolute joy to run into his arms every morning to hear from him, to spend time with him, to say, yes, Lord, I hear you all oh, my word. The God of the universe, the one that breathes out stars and puts them in the sky and knows them by name, he spoke to me. He speaks to me. He opens, I open the word and then something jumps up and somebody sends a message and confirms it and a song and a wish and your heart just come alive when you hear him and you feel him and you experience him so that 
We can the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. That's the goal. Shoot, I love it. <laughs> I love, I love being his presence, hearing what he wants me to do. Knowing that when I walk into a store for a moment, when his spirit and I just go, that's it, we've got difficult things for me. And we walk in and they change in the atmosphere. You come into a room, you bring the light in, you bring the Lord in, you bring joy in. People start feeling better when they're with you. And then like when you go away, it's like something's missing. Yes, he is. But we have got him and we can distribute him. He is the spirit of the living God. He wants us to walk in that freedom. Okay. Isn't it incredible that we sometimes, like Sean said last week, that was such a good start for this message, that storm that we are dealing with brings the calm, the peace at the feet of Jesus when we deal with it. Now we know. Now we hear. Now we can apply. We can let his kingdom come. What I love is when uh, Moses Lead the people out of Egypt. And uh, we know the shortened end of the story, you know, because it's a very long story, actually. Yeah, yeah, it can take a few weeks to go through. But we just hear Moses took him out, took it, took them out of Egypt and back into the promised land. Uh, no. What, what Moses did is he took them out of Egypt, where to? Into the presence of God to steal. They went to the presence of God. So Egypt is a type of the world. The love of the world looks the way it does because there's no fear of the Lord. We see the fingerprints of Satan everywhere in this world because people lack the awe, the reverence, the fear of the Lord that is to honor him, to worship him, to adore him, to venerate him, to, to just know that he is also God. And when we have and we hear that we come from the world, from sin, from whatever the world is doing, into this presence of the Lord, then we can move into the promised land. He was waiting. The people were scared of God. They said, no, Moses, Moses you go. We are scared of him. Relationship brought them out of it not to punish them but to bless them. So we, we, we need to know that what we're dealing with, what we have, is out of that into relationship, into blessing. So this morning, if there's any conviction, that's beautiful because now we remove the stain because we can see where I can get that removed in His presence. And then the blessing overflows. We see that when we then can walk in intimacy, because remember, in a marriage, it's very difficult to have intimacy if there is fear or secrets or things keeping us from torment. The victory weekend coming up this weekend is such an event. Exactly that, where he's waiting with open arms to help us to wash off that things of Egypt, the world, the lies, that everything is okay. I think we just see that even your gender isn't a thing like it should be. 
It's like, what is going on in the world? But how can we, the church, influence the world if we don't know the truth? Come on. How can we show them what the truth is if we have fear of man? If we are not in the will of God and we don't see the truth, we are here to speak the truth, but on a bed of grace. I love this morning when we were praying and um, Christopher's praying, she didn't know I'm preaching about the two ditches. She was saying, if there are two ditches, what does God, what does God do? His grace and his mercy, the ditches. His grace, his mercy is here to fill the ditches to get us onto the road so that we can walk in this road of truth. Having the truth, loving the Father, being in his presence, hearing his word, walking in blessings so that we can be the difference. That the world can look to us and say, but you are different. Like Eric said, my case is different. I will hear what the world says, but my case is different. Psalm 91, there's even if 10,000 fall on my one side and a thousand to my other side, might will not even knock against this stone. We have got these promises. But if we are not in the word of God, we don't read it, we don't see it, and we feel overwhelmed. So what do we need to do? We need to come into the presence of the Lord. I want to read a scripture to you. Um, it's, um, Ephesians 1. Wait, somewhere? Another one? Another one? In case you ask what I want to say. <laughs> Just a blank one. <laughs> this girl. One more? Four. <laughs> four. There we go. Four. 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 The God of our Lord Jesus Christ will impart you the riches of the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom is also known as the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. What is wisdom? Applied knowledge. We live in an era where there is so much information. It is it's overwhelming. We can't even read all the stuff and listen to all the stuff. It's too much. But you know what we do? Every week we come, give me more, give me more, give me more. But have we applied last week's store message? Have we applied the, the knowledge that we get so that we can operate in wisdom? So when we have the spirit of wisdom and the revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. Next one. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you, to each one of us, through faith. And then why? Why do we want all of this? Then your life will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. So that is how we let kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Because we receive Receive that intimacy. We receive the knowledge, the power, the wisdom. And then we walk in and we change atmosphere, situation. When you pray with someone, breakthrough comes. 
When you sit with somebody that is depressed, depression goes. Heaviness goes. All of these things go. We need to come and say, look, I've been trying to get this away my own strength. I need prayer today. We are here to pray with you in agreement because that's how we operate. We start here in the body, in the family, and we take it out to the world so that the lies of the enemy that has blinded the hearts and the minds of those who do not see, that we who live by the Spirit can walk in and help them to let the kingdom come as it works through us. That's how we are different to the world. And that's how the world is going to change. You know, the Word of God says, those that are holy will be holy. Still, we grow in our holiness because we're pursuing His presence. We, we finish with Netflix. We're all the swearing and cursing and demonic stuff. We can't be full of that and then try and operate in the spirit of power. It's impossible. Because what you are full of is what's going to come out. So how do I do this? What starts as a discipline becomes a delight. Discipline yourself to read the word. How can you represent someone that you don't know? How can you know God if you don't know the word? He is the word. So the more we spend time in his word, the more we get to know him, the more we can represent him as he said. Go and make disciples. Because we follow him, others can now follow us. Because we see him, we know who he is, and then we can let the disciples make more disciples and make more disciples. That's how we change this world. So to recap, do you go out of here today fearing God, being scared of him, feeling guilty and shameful as you sit here? No. No. We are not partnering with the spirit of him. But we are partnering with the fear of the Lord. That is the beginning of wisdom. That we honor Him and we obey His word so that living waters can flow from us. So that we can walk in signs and wonders enough. That who wants to do miracles? Yes, we do. How do we do that? Because we have the reference of God to fit with Him, to be empowered by His Spirit, to walk in signs and miracles and wonders. Amen. 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 That is how he empowers us. I want to finish off here with a scripture from 1 Peter 2. Therefore, rid yourself of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Now that you've tasted that the Lord is good. So the living stone, he says, as you come to live in him, a living stone, the living stone Jesus was rejected by humans, but chosen by God, precious to him, you also are living stones, being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. For the scripture says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, in his presence. Zion is the sign of his presence. A chosen, precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Will never be put to shame. 
It is not the swearing and the stuff. It's the the little things that we bear with that needs to go. We don't have to walk with the pride, false humility, arrogance, even slander, gossip, judgment, unforgiveness. Then I say unforgiveness. Unforgiveness separates you, beloved, from that love encounter. God doesn't move, but sin moves us. We feel separated. So this morning, let's run into the arms of our loving Father. Let's not fall in the ditches, but take the grace and the mercy and stay on the road in spending time in His presence so that out of obedience, let it can flow. We pray this over us today. In Jesus' name, Amen. If there's anyone that would like to, to come up for prayer, please do. Don't let this opportunity, don't let the enemy or fear of man or shame or anything keep you from an encounter this morning with the loving Father. Please come, let us pray with you. I also ask to come here. It is people, not just to... Like I said, naughty, we always just say, naughty somewhere in my nose. But if you feel 